This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Now, how do you tell a communist? He said, well, it's someone who reads Marx and Lenin. And how do you tell an anti-communist? It's someone who understands Marx and Lenin. <laughs> Well said, Ronald Wilson Reagan, one of the greatest presidents this country ever, ever had the pleasure of being elected twice. And welcome to Monday, a brand new week, and you're going to get a day off tomorrow. Pretty much all of you are going to get a day off tomorrow. How about that? That's fantastic. It is uh, the eve of Independence Day, and I hope that you and yours and your friends will get together and realize what a remarkable opportunity you have been given. What a great, great country has been built for you. Are we perfect? No. No, we're not. Do we have things we can fix? Yes. Every single day. But on this eve of the signing of the Declaration of Independence, you got to remember just how many people around the world would trade places with you. It's probably in the 98, 99%. I'm guessing right now. And I, I'm thinking more and more it's the 99%. Because if you go around the world, it's, it's uh, no secret that this is the last best place on earth. In spite of all the progressives, in spite of all the crazy people out there on the Democrat side of things. A couple of issues I want to get to before we get into what Mr. Trump did and said this weekend. The former president was at a couple of huge events. And uh, one of you seems to be upset with me when I call Donald Trump Mr. Trump. I do call him the former president. I call him Mr. Trump, the ex-president Trump. There is no disrespect meant. I think we, we only have one president at a time. And even though there are days I wake up and I think we don't even have a president, there is only one president at a time. Might be being controlled by Barack Obama or Valerie Jarrett or a host of other people. But there's only one president. And Donald Trump did a great job, in my opinion. And I honestly hope he has the chance to do it again. Because I think he can. He can return the country to where it was when he handed over the keys to the next president. You know, the peaceful transition of power in this country is just one of those things that the world looks at us and goes, how do you do that? We usually have to kill somebody to get a new leader. Now, we, we've been pretty damn good at it. So it's no disrespect to Mr. Trump, the former president. It's respect to the office of the presidency, which I, I really wish the Democrats would understand and then maybe try and convince Joey that uh, he's doing more harm than good in that area. Seriously. Uh, I want to talk about Donald John Trump. 
the former president had a raucous, raucous reception when he visited Philadelphia. You will see people posting videos online saying, oh, Donald Trump was booed. Some guy called him a traitor. There was one guy with a bullhorn who was on the road where the motorcade came by. One bobo with a bullhorn who was yelling at former President Trump. That doesn't mean the crowd felt that way. There are myriad clips, myriad photos of Donald Trump posing with members of law enforcement, posing with members of the first responder community. And it was just great to see. So I'm, I'm happy that we saw the rally to reelect Mr. Trump in South Carolina with tens of thousands of people. Some say there were 50,000, some say 75,000. I tend to believe it was on the higher end of things because it really was a phenomenal event to witness in South Carolina. And there were people who had gotten there and, and were there overnight and stayed up all night to be there. And there's, there's really a ton of evidence if you paid attention to any of the clips. I, I loved it when Mr. Trump was addressing Joe Biden, who is the president right now, uh, and, and his problems with his son, because I, I think this is where Donald Trump is at his best. You know, they always say I was soft on Russia. He said, if you're soft on Russia, I'd hate to see a tough guy because, you know, I ended their pipeline, right? Nord Stream 2. Nobody ever heard of Nord Stream 2 until I came along. I said, nope, end it, end it. That was the biggest thing they've ever done. I ended it. Biden approved it like his first week in office. He let him do it. But he got a lot of money from Russia. Remember, the mayor of Moscow's wife paid him and his son. Hunter, there's a beauty. At some time, <laughs> at some time, does he look at his son and say, you know, the son thing just isn't working out. He said his son is the smartest person he's ever known. I don't know. He's the smartest person I've ever known. Who? Hunter. Smartest person. Now, at some point, he's going to say, it's just not working out the way it's supposed to. It's Donald Trump on open mic night. The former president was crushing it. This was at the Moms for Liberty event in Philadelphia. Mr. Trump was there supporting a group of women who want America to get back on the, the sane train, if you will. And he was killing it. He was killing it, talking to this Joyful Warriors National Summit is what they called it. Think about that. They're not angry, they're joyful. They want America to come back. They want America to be the America that existed under President Donald Trump. And they appreciate when he speaks to them and talks about the Supreme Court ruling that happened the day before and talks about merit-based education in America. And yesterday, as an example, they ruled such a big ruling to set our country back on a merit-based system of education. Got a standing O from that crowd of women, a packed hall at the Marriott in Philadelphia. You mean that we'll have report cards again? I don't know, maybe some of you do this, but how about these schools where you don't get marks? The kids come in, oh, how are you doing in school? I don't know. 
Are you a good student? Yeah, I guess so. How do they, how do they compare you with the other students? I don't know. They don't give us any marks. We just sit there. We finish. Does, any, does anybody in this room have that system? I don't think so. But a lot of people do. A lot of schools do. In other words, what they did yesterday, if you've worked hard, gotten fantastic marks, done well on all of the other various things that you have to do well on, somebody that hasn't done nearly as well, who perhaps has not worked as hard, will not be taking your place on a school, college, or university roster any longer. Is it any wonder why 52% of America supports that? Why I, I, I know the independents are behind that as well. Is there any wonder? And Donald Trump speaks in the language of the average person. He's not up there giving you all the uh, Democrat language that twists around legal definitions of things. Donald Trump talked about his record as president, what he did to get us to those three great Supreme Court justices and the decisions they gave us, the decisions that made history this past week. Formed the federal judiciary, appointing nearly 300 justices and judges. And three great Supreme Court justices to interpret the law and constitution as written. And that troubles the left to no end. The decisions this past week are so troubling to the left that they are out there talking about how the court now needs to be reformed. This was something we heard about a year and a half ago when the left started saying, well, we got to change the court. We have to we have to pack the court. AOC pretty much declared war on the Supreme Court this weekend when she was bouncing around the Sunday shows. We frankly, that we really need to be having conversations about judicial review um, as a check on the courts as well. There also must be impeachment on the table. We have a broad level of tools to deal with misconduct, overreach, and abuse of power. Hmm. Remember, when a finger points at you, they are pointing three back at themselves. And they just don't seem to understand what they're always telling us. Elections have consequences. Yes, when so many people chose Donald John Trump over Hillary Clinton and President Trump then had the opportunity to appoint three Supreme Court justices, he delivered for the people who voted for him. And now the left doesn't like it, so they want to change everything. They want to overthrow the court, basically because they're not happy. This uh, far-right extremist imbalanced Supreme Court, which seeks to make history for all the wrong reasons. Now, Ayanna Presley, one of the profoundly unhappy people I imagine we could ever meet. Ayanna Presley is not in any way pleased with the decisions made out of the Supreme Court. And now she's going to start the name calling because that's what they do. They, uh, they try to get people all torqued up based on their feelings again. And it is name-calling. She already brought up the MAGA thing. Extreme. That, that'll get thrown in there. But wait, there's more. This is, if they were a caucus in Congress, they would be the bootstrapper, forced birth, uh, don't say gay uh, caucus. The bootstrapper, forced birth, don't say gay caucus. There are no forced births in this country. There's, I don't know what she's talking about with bootstrapping. And don't say gay doesn't even appear 
in the bills in Florida that she's referencing. These people are delusional. There's no two ways around it. And what they want to do is change the structure of the court, even against the wishes of the late Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It's it's stunning to me. And I guess it's stunning to some of you, too, as well. Uh, Robert is listening in Perry, Georgia on 940 a.m. Robert, welcome to the uh, Chris Plant Show. What's on your mind? Yes, I'm glad to, that you let me on because the other guy will never let me on as far as your boss, uh, Chris. But anyway, as far as with the Supreme Court, what Biden is going to have to do, I was against it before, but now I'm for it. That's for it to get four more liberal justices. So there will hmm. be 13 on the uh, Supreme Court, and have a, at least there will be seven liberals and six conservatives because ever since uh thurgood marshall died when he appointed uh well whatever the name down there uh, uh clarence, clarence thomas okay clarence right. thomas ever since, yeah ever since and that's the only way that you can tell whether or not a decision is good or bad by however the way that clarence thomas voted if he voted for it then you know it's a bad decision he voted against it then you know it's a good decision. So that's one of the ways in which you can tell whether or not these decisions by okay. the Supreme okay, Court. Okay, Robert, 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 Robert. Hang on one second. So you're a liberal. You identify as a liberal, correct? Yes. Okay. There, there are a lot of you out there. And you believe, contrary to what Ruth Bader Ginsburg and the majority of America believes, that because you don't agree with the decisions of the current court, that you should get to kind of change the court and sway it to your favor just because you don't like the way the decisions have come out. That's kind of what you're saying. You want to stack the deck in your favor just because you don't agree with the decisions of the current court. Well, I'm going by the decisions that are correct as far as they... No, 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 no. They're all correct. Robert, they're they're uh, they're all correct, Robert. They're all correct. Nancy Pelosi herself said that Joe Biden had no power to do what he wanted to do with student loans. Nancy Pelosi herself, her words were cited. Joe Biden himself didn't believe he had the power. 25 days into his administration admitted that. So you're you're wrong on your initial premise, saying that they're not constitutionally there. So I'm sorry, but uh, your, your pipe dream here, your fever dream is not going to happen because the American people understand that this is nothing other than sour grapes. So we allowed you to make your case and you did so poorly, Robert. I hope you have a great Independence Day tomorrow. Michael Pelka in for Chris Plant on The Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? 
you need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Welcome back to the Chris Plant Show. It is Monday, Independence Day Eve. Michael Pelka, my name. I've been here filling in for Chris while he's on holiday. He returns after the holiday. Thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, I'll, I'll get back to some of the phone issues. I just saw this. I had to talk about it. Uh, Chris Christie must think The Sopranos was real. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. The former governor, failed presidential candidate who wants to once again try and run, and he's openly telling us he's doing this just because he wants to prevent Donald Trump from becoming president again. And Christie is now throwing out personal attacks on the former president and his family and going after Jared Kushner. And it's like, you know, you got to go after Kushner in order to, you think, kill Donald Trump's chances of becoming president again? I I don't think so. It it really is not the Sopranos. Christie said he wouldn't vote if Donald Trump becomes the GOP nominee. He will not vote. I am not going to vote. And he's also said that both, both Donald Trump and Joe Biden are too old. Too old. So are they past their expiration date? Is that what Don the Lemon would have told us? Is that the reality here? Is Chris Christie now an ageist? Well, I agree with him on Joe Biden, but that's more about cognitive skills than chronological age. We look at people who are 80 years old. Harrison Ford seems to be doing just a hell of a job acting, even though I didn't rush out to go see the movie this week. And he's 80. Biden's 80. Which one do you think has more neurons kicking around upstairs? So I I do think there is a uh, a cognitive problem that should disqualify Joe Biden from running again, but definitely not from Donald John Trump. All you had to do was watch Mr. Trump at at the rally in South Carolina this week, and not just the rally with the Moms for Liberty. Donald Trump in South Carolina. Stunning. The ones that are partially running our government, we got to get them the hell out, too. I will immediately sign a new executive order to cut federal funding for any school pushing critical race theory, transgender insanity, and any other inappropriate racial, sexual, or political content to our children. Yeah, he gets it. And he can speak off the cuff as well as read a teleprompter without reading the directions saying, uh, end of quote that Joe Biden frequently does. Yeah, I, I think that Chris Christie definitely has a wrong. And it's all about anger for him. It's all about anger. And again, with all due respect to the former governor, uh, The Sopranos was not real. It, uh, it was just a dumb TV show. And I know to all of you who idolize The Sopranos, you're getting upset with me. But it truly was just a dumb TV show. This is real life. This is our country. All right, we've got about a half hour left when we get back. We'll hit the phones. We'll hit some of the hot topics. It's Mike Opelka in for Chris Plant on The Chris Plant Show. 
Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. It is the Chris Plant Show. Mike Opelka sitting in for Chris for another 26 minutes or so on this Independence Day Eve. I really do hope you have plans to be with friends and family to remember just what happened on July 4th, 1776. The other thing that's so important about this election, you know, we're coming up on 250 years. And who do you want to be? in the White House when America celebrates 250 years of independence. Do you want it to be Joey Biden or would you like it to be Donald John Trump? I'm thinking, I'm thinking Trump or at least somebody that can speak because I, I certainly don't think Joe Biden can. As a matter of fact, Friday when, uh, Biden was getting all hot and bothered over the Supreme Court decisions as he was leaving the the momentary press gathering. One of the reporters asked him about this Afghanistan withdrawal report that was dumped on a Friday afternoon on basically a holiday weekend, meaning there probably was not a lot of good news for the administration. And if you remember, if you're old enough to remember the disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan under Joe Biden, we lost 13 service members due to the incompetence of this administration. But if you're Joe Biden, you, you think it was that the whole thing went well. Here's that moment from Friday. One, one reporter was uh, hollering at Biden as he started to do the walk away. You know, he closes his binder. And then he walks away. Mr. President, when you need a failure in Afghanistan, mistakes. There was a there was a report on Afghanistan withdrawal saying there was failure, mistakes. Do you admit there was mistakes during the withdrawal and before? No, no. All the evidence is coming back there. Remember what I said about Afghanistan. So this question is: re- There's a report that just dropped on a holiday weekend, Friday. You know, to be buried. Uh, talks about failures and mistakes in your withdrawal in Afghanistan. Joe goes, oh, no, 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 now he's coming back to the mic. I said al-Qaeda would not be there. I said it wouldn't be there. I said we'd get help from the Taliban. What's happening now? What's going on? I'll tell you what's going on. The little girls aren't allowed to go to school anymore. Women aren't allowed to hold jobs. And we lost 13 service members. But Joe, he doesn't see that. Read your press. Yeah. I was right. Thanks. And then he pounds the uh, little lectern there and turns around and walks. Thanks. Nothing more to say. I was right. Tell that to the families of the 13 service members who have to, at every holiday, see the empty chair. Or just struggle in life because it's, 
it's it's so damn tough to ever get over that it is that's a member of a family who was taken because of the incompetence of this administration but joe doesn't see it that way i was right you know where else they're not right i just read this and this this is absolutely insane and infuriating at the same time we might need a new portmanteau to put insanity and infuriation in the same same word the white house wants to block sunlight to save the planet from global warming i don't take it all in the headline on zerohedge.com which is a great site the white house wants to block sunlight to save the planet from global warming the european commission has, has recently said you know large-scale interventions such as solar engineering to reverse climate change uh, might have some unintended consequences. Yeah, all you need to do is look at California. California is building these huge solar farms where they put you know the solar panels out and then they they collect all the energy and then sell it to the civilians, to the people. But in the area of California, they've now discovered that the unintended consequences of putting these huge solar farms out there is that those local communities where they are, well, they're having trouble with water. Really? And why are they having trouble with water? Because California said, well, if you're going to build solar farms, we're mad that the dust is going to be kicked up from the construction. So you have to be constantly pumping water to keep the dust down. And where does that water come from? It comes from the local communities that we're using it to, I don't know, live, bathe, drink, Grow stuff. Yeah, un- unintended consequences. But now the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy has the administration eager to explore what they call geoengineering methods to block the sunlight because that's the problem. Climate crisis is the problem. I'm talking about this during the break with with Michael Piercy, and Michael goes, again, The Simpsons got it right. And I'm a fan of The Simpsons. I'm not an obsessed fan. I don't have a perfect memory, but Michael Piercy does. And he said, no, 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 Mr. Burns wanted to do this. And I said, no, this can't possibly. This can't possibly be happening. But yeah, um, this did happen on The Simpsons years ago. So once again, The Simpsons may have predicted what this uh, cacistocracy, government by the worst possible individuals, is trying to do. The uh, episode was entitled, I Call This Enemy The Sun. Here's the moment when Mr. Burns reveals his evil plan. It's the beginning of time. Man has yearned to destroy the sun. I will do the next best thing. Block it out. He opens up a device. Good God. Imagine it, Smithers. Electrical lights and heaters running all day long. But, sir, every plant and tree will die. Uh, owls will deafen us with incessant hooting. Uh, the town sundial will be useless. I, I don't want any part of this project. It's unconscionably fiendish. <gasps> yes, it is. So there it is, unconscionably fiendish. The Biden administration wants to block sunlight to save the planet from global warming. Just that alone should get him thrown out of office. That idea alone should be an impeachment filing immediately. 
Uh, we're going to block the sun right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing, but it it is totally laughable. And that's what this administration is. And since we're talking about the administration, let's check in uh, with John in Buffalo, New York, listening on WLVL. Hello, John. You ready for the uh, July 4th holiday? Yeah. Yeah, I imagine there'll be some protests in different cities. But uh, I, I was I wondering. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, I have a suggestion for the Biden administration. It's not unprecedented. Uh, back in 84, after Reagan was reelected, he had two of his cabinet members uh, switch out jobs, Don Regan and Jim Baker. I thought that it would be a good idea to switch out uh, Pete Buttigieg and Corinne Jean-Pierre because they're getting a lot of bad press, both of them, but maybe they'd be better suited. Obviously, Pete would make an excellent press secretary because he's so glib. We all know how glib he is. And Corinne Jean-Pierre, while she doesn't know much, I don't imagine, about transportation, she probably doesn't know any less than uh, Pete, right? What do you think of that? Sure. You think that's a Yeah, I mean— now, John, you've, you've, you've offered up a unique situation here. Let's investigate it quickly here. Um, Pete Buttigieg and maybe switching places with uh, Cringe, Cringe on Pierre. I, yep. I, I, she knows nothing, I, I believe, about transportation. So I, I, I think there'd be no deficit, no loss there in the, in the uh, transportation secretary department. Now, the, the administration would also not lose any boxes that they've checked. Uh, but cringe brings four, you know, she's uh, a person of color, an immigrant, a woman and a lesbian. So she checks four boxes. Pete only checks one, but he does check the military service box. So maybe we can give him a box and a half. But uh, that's an interesting, interesting swap. I, I think they're probably more focused on how to deal with Kamala if Joe has to leave. Because that's the biggest problem I believe this administration would have. Uh, Should Joe Biden not be able to make it across the finish line? And I'm one of the people who said, I don't think he will. I'm one of the people who thinks that uh, Joe Biden is is definitely not going to be the nominee when it comes time for the Democrats to put somebody on the ballot. But the biggest problem would be if he leaves, if he has to leave office, that means you know who becomes president. And I think that's a scary, scary thing. Even though we have checks and balances, that kind of um, moron in in the president's office is even scarier than Joe. And I, I don't know if it's going to happen. Interesting thought. Interesting thought. But thank you, John. I appreciate you being there. Uh, speaking of Mayor Pete, the um, the air travel situation, July 1st, which was uh, Saturday, we began a new era of 5G phone service. And the phone companies who provide 5G signals were allowed to turn up the power on all the antennas near airports. For years, they've been told they couldn't do that because the the 5G signal interfered with the, uh, the altimeters on most of the planes. And they were given a year, they, the airlines, were given a year to change out the technology and put in these new altimeters that would not be affected by the 5G signals, especially the new hyped-up signals. And uh, there's a report that's not getting enough attention. It seems like there are 20% of the commercial airlines that have not changed those planes. 
So those planes will not be allowed to fly because of the 5G, anticipated 5G problems, which means one out of every five planes is taken out of service. Where in the hell is Mayor Pete on this issue? Where in the hell is Mayor Pete on that issue? Just throwing that out out there. Just kind of speculating right there. Uh, let us... Uh, Let's jump into uh, a topic we've been talking about throughout the morning today, uh, the affirmative action ruling. Thomas is listening in Minneapolis, Minnesota on 1570 AM. Hello, Thomas. Welcome to the Chris Plant Show. Hey, good morning. How are you? I'm good, and I'm glad you're here. What's on your mind? Well, okay, I'm seeing a lot of these posts that those that want affirmative action say Thomas is a product of it. And they say, therefore, his decision on the court is hypocrisy and he should be canceled. So are they acknowledging affirmative action results in unqualified getting unduly elevated? But if affirmative action continues, wouldn't that just keep happening? Yeah, well, first of all, you point out the the flat out hypocrisy of the left. They have been railing against Clarence Thomas for months now, trying to get him out. They've been trying to come up with these trumped-up charges, saying that he's unethical, saying that his decisions are wrong on every level. And then they say he's, he's gotten in there because of affirmative action, and they want affirmative action to stay, even though the guy that they claim got the benefit of affirmative action is unqualified for the job he has. So they are either supporting having unqualified people in the highest positions of government, or they're just angry. And I prefer to think they're just angry. So. It makes, it, it proves this, uh, this insanity that this affirmative action policy is giving them what they don't want, but they say they want it. So <laughs> how can you have both? I mean, they want it. I, they want it both ways. That's the that's the way it works. You know, that's exactly okay, because, the way it works. They're children. And because this is so ridiculous and it can't really be explained, I'll just say, why don't people understand that judicial review is the prerogative of the Supreme Court only? And they don't make laws. They just say whether the law was followed or not. So if somebody doesn't like their decision, Go to the Congress and make a new law. Wait a minute. (laughs) Are you saying? These people (laughs) think that the judges should be making law, and it's like, excuse me, don't they understand that that's the legislature's only only the prerogative of the legislature? No, they don't. They don't even understand how... Our government is set up to for the people to maintain the control and tell our government what they can do. It's it's not for somebody to come in and say, oh, there's a right to privacy. Oh, there's a right to, you know, racial profiling. You know, if that's how you feel, you know, bother your legislature to make a law and then the court will have to follow the law. They it it follows uh, the same thinking, Thomas. When we go to taxes and all the all the uh, hubris of the left saying the the rich have to pay their fair share for every Democrat member of Congress who says 
that the millionaires and billionaires aren't paying their fair share. Gee, who makes those pesky tax laws? If there only were some job in Washington, D.C., where part of the job description would be, oh, you write the tax law. Oh, wait, that's ours. Here's a thought. Every elected member of Congress, at least newly elected, must sit through all of the schoolhouse rock tapes and learn how the government operates. Thank you so much, Thomas. Appreciate you. It's Michael Pelka in for Chris Plant on The Chris Plant Show. It's time to get out of here. It's Mike Opelka. I have been here a week and a day now sitting in for my friend Chris Plant on his show. And so many of you have joined us every day, and we thank you for that. We have uh, tried to hold up the fine standards. Chris will return to his chair, his mic, and and be here after the holiday. But I have been uh, honored by so many of you who have participated and so many smart folks who always make this show a pleasure to be a part of. Uh, Just a couple of things that I would like to point out before we get out of here. Uh, One of them, uh, if you're a Second Amendment supporter, uh, a federal judge, Reed O'Connor, has reversed an ATF ban on ghost guns, so keep your eye on that. I'm sure there'll be an appeal to the Supreme Court. Uh, This one is really kind of interesting. And uh, I'm absolutely stunned to see it. Politico. Yes, Politico. Normally a water-carrying vehicle for the uh, Democrats has a story headlined, Why Democrats Should Primary Biden. It would be good for the party and for the president. I'm sure that's going to get a lot of love. And by saying a lot of love... I'm saying a lot of anger from the White House for Jack Schaefer's piece. Yeah, they're saying it would give Joe a (laughs) tune-up. He doesn't need a tune-up. He needs a brain transplant. (laughs) He doesn't need a (laughs) tune-up. It's just not right. So Politico, I wonder if they'll come out and then support Robert Kennedy Jr. debating Joe Biden which I would pay good money for that. And more good news, the Republican-controlled House, and PJ Media has this story today, the Republican-controlled House is moving to defund the World Health Organization. Now, we always talk about how the House has the power of the purse. They do. Do they always use it? Well, they need to, more often than not. But the document just released by the House of Representatives Committee on Appropriations has proposed the national budget for the fiscal year 2024 prohibits funds for other controversial organizations and programs such as the World Health Organization and the Gender Equality and Equity Action Fund. Yeah, that's a little bit of common sense there, isn't it? Let's stop funding global organizations that have nothing good in their plans for America. Nice to see green shoots of sanity coming out of Washington, D.C. All your work electing Republicans is starting to yield good results. Make sure you celebrate your country. Make sure you're thankful. Till next time, testudo, my friends. Testudo.
The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.